Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. This is a Lip Media Podcast. Buckle up, Sodomites, and welcome to the Sinister Sissies Podcast, your guide to true crime, horror, and everything man-on-man and macabre. I'm Jared, your master of depravity, and I'm here with a fresh special guest for the podcast, Ben McClay, also known as Thomas Violence on Twitter and co-host of the Buta, Buta Vista Social Club. Did I fuck that up? A tiny bit, but not in like a huge way. Uh, you erased <laughs> the socialism from our name, but that's that's fine. Wait. Well, sort of. We were previously uh, Bunda Vista Socialist Club, and then we had so many people being angry at us that we weren't talking enough about like Marxist theory every episode <laughs> that we took the Socialist Club part out of the name. So Ben is here today to talk about something that he knows all about. Uh, so today's episode, which is going to be the last episode for 2019, I'll be back in January in 2020. So no pressure, Ben, but you know, it has to <laughs> make, have, it, make a it a good one. one. Uh, we're going to be talking about gay Bigfoot erotica. Uh, now, I don't think Ben's necessarily an expert on the erotica aspect of this, but you know Bigfoot. <laughs> oh, man, I, I live and breathe Bigfoot. Uh just, I spend a lot of my life thinking about Bigfoot, reading about Bigfoot. I love cryptids in general, but Bigfoot is, I think, maybe just the most, uh, maybe the most personable of the cryptids in terms of He's like. Just hanging around in the woods. Yeah, he just sort of hangs out and like. Most of the, you know, if you read a lot of Bigfoot forums, which I do, uh, most people's encounters with them are just like, I felt that I was radiated with a peaceful energy. And then I saw oh. Bigfoot, and then he wandered off, as opposed to other ones where they're like, you know, uh, UFOs picked me up, and now I'll never be able to sleep again because of what <laughs> they did to me on the spaceship. Like, it's... Help me out here. He's a very benign guy. Help me out here. I was confused when I was looking this up. Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti. Well, that's are a they tough all one. The, are they all the same thing? Uh, different people will give you different answers, but the general consensus seems to be that uh, Bigfoot and Sasquatch are sort of interchangeable terms. Yeah. Uh, the Sasquatch or Sasquatch is a species, the Bigfoot or Bigfoot is a species, kind of talking about the same thing. When you get into yetis, it's kind of tough, but a lot of people do think you're talking about uh, maybe subspecies or variants of the same creature. That includes things like the skunk ape, which is a sort of oh. swamp Bigfoot that you'll find in Louisiana and the South. Uh, but these sort of large uh, mammalian, humanoid, hairy cryptids definitely have a common thread. But yeah, for the most part, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, you basically, you're talking about the same guy. I'm so happy about that because I found a gay erotica called uh, Seeded by Sasquatch. Uh, and Delightful. I definitely want to make that the title of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely the, the same guy we're talking about. Or same species. Again, there's a lot of differing opinion on this. So Bigfoot, at least in the images that I saw, is like like ape-man creature. I'm sure people know what we mean when we think of, uh, of Bigfoot. It's that, that classic 
I don't even know what the origin of that video is. What's the oh the uh, the Patterson Gimlin film? There we go. So I you believe know these it's details. called. Uh, I could I get that name wrong all the time, but it's definitely some variation of the words I just said. But yeah, that was it was shot in Northern California, uh, sometime in the seventies, sixties or seventies, uh, and it's been such a long argument proving or disproving whether or not that video is real. Uh, the consensus seems to be definitely not, because uh, one of the two people involved in it came out later and was like, "No, it's a suit. It's like oh, a person no. in a suit." But uh, there's still like thousands of hours of video analysis of people being like, "There's no way it could possibly be a suit. <laughs> Look at the movement." Uh, also, there's one of my favorite things about that is nearly all of the like quote unquote professional analysis of that video says that it's a female Sasquatch uh, because it has visible tits, ah. uh, which is a nice touch. Well, I, when I think when I think Bigfoot, I think male sexism. He- Well, to me, Bigfoot is a very, like, there's a very strong masculine energy around Bigfoot. You know, he's silent. He's a solitary creature. He's very hairy. Uh, Those are traits that I associate with masculinity, uh, for better or for worse. Uh, But, you know, if you take the view that he's a regular sort of animal, then obviously you're going to need males and females of the species to perpetuate it. But you know, they're different schools of thought. I like and to buy less. into the one that there's one Bigfoot. Yeah, and he's like 25,000 years old. He arrived uh. here from space sometime. He helped the Egyptians build the pyramids. He went to the American Northwest, uh, and he just sort of hangs out there smoking weed now. That's my personal belief, <laughs> but, you know, everyone else has a different take on it. Because there is another theory that it was like an interbreeding thing between humans and some sort of beast. Like Neanderthals or something? Or, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was reading a bit of that, and like that seems to form a large part of the kind of erotica side of things. So, Bigfoot erotica. Uh, the reason that I I have this in my head, I think the reason that you have this in your head as well, is because uh, last year there was a big controversy about Bigfoot mm. erotica uh, involving a Republican uh, congressional candidate named uh, Denver Riggleman, which incidentally. Uh, sounds like it's the name of another cryptid, which I love so much. Like he is the Denver Riggleman. The Denver Riggleman is pretty creepy. Uh, he was running for the seat of Virginia against a Democratic candidate named uh, uh, Leslie Cockburn. Lovely names all around here. Uh, and she thought it was a good idea. The Democrats sometimes they're not very good at this strategy stuff. She thought it was a really good idea t- to to shame this man. For his love of Bigfoot erotica and put out in a tweet that he liked this stuff and that he was this sick man for liking this stuff. I believe the like cheap phrase as well as like that real is this the sort of person you want in government kind of stuff? We're like, uh, I don't know. In the list of things that people do, that's probably not in like the top ten that I'm concerned about. And the answer was yes, because he won. He sure did. <laughs> he is a uh, representative for the 5th Congressional District in Virginia. God bless him. That got me thinking about Bigfoot erotica. And then when I first started to look into it, turns out it is a flourishing gay erotic genre. For sure, yeah. I mean, I suppose this overlaps a lot with kind of like furry stuff and mm-hmm. that kind of like dress-up style fetish, which makes makes a lot of sense. But went on to Amazon, got a couple of good titles here. Uh 
the very simply written uh, Bigfoot's Gay by Candy Banger. Uh, <laughs> what an incredible name. My God. <laughs> Bigfoot's Gay. And it's exclamation point. So it's Bigfoot's Gay. Oh, uh, ooh, that is nice. Uh, then we have the Gay Bigfoot series by Jack Leatherman, uh, which the first one is A Mouthful of Sasquatch <laughs> and The Monster Behind You. Uh there, there was the uh, wonderful Seated by Sasquatch by mm-hmm. Owen Aubrey, which I'm a classic fan of. And then there is uh, a series of books by, are you aware of Chuck Tingle? Oh, boy, am I aware of Chuck Tingle. I don't know what the deal is with Chuck Tingle. Um, it's satire, I think, I don't but I don't know. I know if it is. I've spent a fair bit of time trying to untangle this, and... By all accounts, it, I'm not sure how in on the joke of his own work he is. Uh, yeah. Although, okay, these are the Bigfoot-related titles that I got was uh, Pounded by President Bigfoot <laughs> <laughs> and Bigfoot Sommelier. I don't even know this book. What's a wine-tasting person? Uh, sommelier? A, yeah, Bigfoot Sommelier Butt Tasting. <laughs> That, to me, is in on the joke. So, does this mean we have one Bigfoot ass that you're trying to pair with a bunch of different wides, or you are going through a range of Bigfoot asses? I think that's you've got a range of butts. Yeah, delightful. You, and you're tasting, you know, um, don't know if you spit into a bucket like that or you just kind of drink it down, <laughs> but just a row of Bigfoot butts is what I think. I, I need to purchase one of these books and read it through. They're quite short, um, from what I've heard, given that he writes them all in a number of days. He does seem to, like, pump them. Pump pump was a bad word. He does seem to put get them out quite quickly. Did you see um, the one that he wrote specifically about the Denver Riggleman thing? So this is the Chuck Tingle novel. Uh, don't vote for Virginia congressional hopeful Denver Wiggleman because he is full of hate, not because Bigfoot makes him hard. <laughs> Is that the entire title? That is the entire title, a novel <laughs> by Chuck Tingle. Uh, I can read the synopsis for you if you would that like. That would be lovely. Uh, when private investigator Hartoon is hired to gather dirt on Virginia congressional hopeful Demba Wiggleman, he knows that it's going to be a difficult gig. After all, it's hard to find dirt on someone who already proudly wears their hatred on their sleeve. Whew. Hartoon thinks he's caught his big break after following Demba out to the edge of town in the dead of night but comes up disappointed when he realises it's just a rendezvous with a handsome Bigfoot. There's nothing wrong with loving Bigfoot, right? Fortunately, Hartoon soon notices that Denver's t-shirt during this illicit encounter is sporting a message of hate and bigotry. However, when Hartoon sees the article accompanying his photos the next day, there are only mentions of the erotic Bigfoot tryst and nothing about Denver's hateful message. Ooh, he's like, he's got a take. He's- it's quite ham-handed. Uh... <laughs> Okay, that makes me think that he he's not in on the joke. Maybe he's that's just how he writes and thinks. Well, but he definitely has a strong point of view, and that's something. But uh, yeah, I guess well done to him for taking a stand and not king shaming people. Uh, <laughs> Good on Chuck Tingle. And if he ever wants to come on the podcast, I am I am more than welcome to have him on. I would love to hear what a conversation with that man sounds like. Very very much. So curious. So they're the they're the books. They're the kind of um, you know 
tomes of of erotic stories that you can get and then of course online there's also a lot of like fan fiction and erotic stories that you can get online i went on the gay erotic collection website at nifty.org mm-hmm. have you ever been on nifty did was i nifty haven't po- no i feel like i'm missing out was ni- a lot of incest uh sure. <laughs> for some reason uh very heavy theme in basically every like erotica website that i ever went to as a teenager incest just stacks on stacks on stacks of incest people love their incest apparently if the front page of pornhub is anything to go by people fucking love incest soft um, incest of course stepbrothers stepsisters you gotta put the step in there you gotta gotta put the step (laughs) just like a little bit of emotional distance between you and your hang-ups so I was on Nifty. I was, you know, trolling through the incest to get to something that was Bigfoot related. And I did find a story. All of them are way too long for us to read out. But I oh. did. I have selected an extract for our listeners. Uh-huh. We're going we're gonna to do a, a dramatic reading for you. Um, so, you know, get, get, get relaxed. Get a bit sexy. Uh, pour yourself a drink. Pour yourself a drink. Pour yourself a drink. Uh, it's uh, an extract from the story Encounter with Bigfoot by uh, Tommy Hawk one at AOL.com. You'd love to see an AOL email address in the wild. Well, I think this is from 2001. So I oh, think this all right. is, yeah. you know, this is pre 9-11. These were happier times. <laughs> Um, so, You're absolutely right. Uh, a dramatic reading of Encounter with Bigfoot. The Sasquatch's hand slid down to Kevin's crotch and fumbled at his clothed cock. He had on a pair of thick pants, a layer of thermal underwear, and a set of regular briefs. But even so, the creature's strong hands found his cock among all that and was giving him some definite strokes of interest. I guess you aren't familiar with clothing, are you? Kevin breathed huskily. Shit, big fellow. I can either lie here and let you get your jollies and squirt your juice over my pants, or I can help you out with this. He felt the fingers now try to pry his fly apart. Being zipped, the attempt was useless. I may be the one who's crazy here, but I'm damned if I'm going to lie here and just be leg-fucked by you. If you just let me do it, you and I can have some real fun. He reached for his belt and undid it and got himself unzipped. Although the Sasquatch's hand hindered this. (laughs) After he was undone, after he was undone, he found the same hand realizing his purpose. And that strong, massive paw with fingers, a true hand, not the mockery of a hand the chimpanzee or... Oh my god. Not the mockery of a hand the chimpanzee or gorilla have, but a true opposable thumb! Exclamation point there, that's his emphasis began to work his trousers down. The thermal underwear's bottom half and briefs were caught in that huge thumb and Kevin found himself quickly skinned out of the bottom half of his clothing. He was left with his body bare from the waist to ankles where his socks still valiantly held sway, twin satrapies of his clothes and about as powerful overall? Sure, okay. Uh, now that Bigfoot's huge member began to close in on the nexus of his legs and pelvis, and he knew where that humongous tool was aiming now. He feared the lack of any lubrication, but found this dong was slick beyond any comprehension. <laughs> Perhaps this cock was like a dog's. Retractile into the body until it was time to be used. Then it slid out, 
all slippery and coated with fluid, ready to be inserted. God knows it didn't have any trouble with lubrication in getting into his butthole. But the size! Oh God, the size! <laughs> he felt his butt being stretched further than it had ever done before. Oh God, big guy. Easy there, easy! Kevin moaned. Jesus Christ! What the hell have I done? I can't take this fucker. It's too big, too big. Oh God. <sighs> I'm going to give this a crack. Um, came the interrogative sound. I said you're too big. Easy, fellow. Easy. Kevin groaned. And the Bigfoot did. Whether he felt the resistance of Kevin's ass to his invading prong, or whether he understood Kevin's discomfort, he did hold off and leave his dong only partially inserted, while Kevin's body writhed and adapted, and... accommodated. Mm. When at last it was done, Kev Kevin signalled so by pushing himself backwards against the huge... saying pud there? Pud. The murmuring growl that slid from the Sasquatch's lips was definitely one of appreciation. Yeah, you can do it now, Kevin said. Let me feel that huge Bigfoot dong inside me now. I thought you were going to split me wide open, and maybe you aren't the monster down there that I thought you were. Oh, seems rude. <laughs> <laughs> now if you can just keep from riding me too rough, we might just both enjoy what's about to happen here. The Bigfoot's, the Bigfoot's thrusts were appropriately gentle. Kevin closed his eyes and sighed. Oh... God, that was good. So goddamn good. Or fuck, he thought. I, <laughs> I'm getting fucked by a fucking Sasquatch and my fucking friends are never going to fucking believe it. Your secret is going to be safe with me, big fellow, because there's no way I'm going to help prove your existence by letting them swab your jizz out of my butt. God, fellow, pump it in there. I want to squelch in Bigfoot jizz as I walk off this mountain in the morning. <laughs> I can't bring home a deer. I'll settle for some hot Sasquatch jizz in my butt. Still thoughts. <laughs> now the thrusts were rougher. This huge creature was getting into his fuck. But hell, so was Kevin. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, yeah. He grunted. Oh, wait, sorry, grunted. Ah, uh, ah, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Not whispering or talking low for the first time since he saw a hairy black arm reach into his tent. God, yeah, come on, you big bastard. <laughs> Fuck my ass. Fucking good. Ah, fuck yeah, shit. I can't fucking believe it. Shit being fucked by a Bigfoot. Come on, you huge bastard. Give it to me. Very vocal, man. Uh, yes. The creature's answer was in low, rumbling sounds. They slowly dopplered up to a set of grunts that any, any male lover fucking your ass might have made. I don't think it is the Doppler effect. It's not like he's fucking you while going past you at high speed. A guttural sound underlay them. That was the only non-human element. Ah, oh, god damn, ah, oh, god damn. Kevin groaned. His cock was throbbing. It wanted to shoot. He grabbed hold and began to pump his prong. God, he had to get off. He had to get off now, god. Now, yeah, now. Oh god, I'm going to shoot it, god, yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck me, Bigfoot, fuck me hard, come on, oh, came the grumbling rumble behind him as Kevin spurted his jizz onto his leg and the bedroll. He felt it, the hot, wet splashes of hot Sasquatch spunk as it flooded into his bowels. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Wow. Um, so if our, if our listeners, I can totally understand if you need to, like, pause the podcast and sort yourself out. You've got that, some, some stuff to take care of there. I'm that, sure you do. That was some hot stuff. Uh, flooded into his bowels. Is Isn't nice that little? Yeah, that's yeah. lovely imagery. I think it "bowels" is. is maybe one of the top ten most erotic words. Um, so yeah, that was an extract from Encounter with Bigfoot. Uh, if you like that, I would recommend going on Nifty and checking out. Uh, well, we can probably email Tommy at tommyhawk one at aol Are we doxing Tommy? This is probably. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to assume this was an email address set up specifically for writing this sort of thing, so it's probably fine. Yeah, nothing, nothing's private on the internet. Tommy, uh, thank you so much, Ben, for supplying that wonderful dramatic reading to the podcast. Oh, I'm look, very grateful. I, I definitely would have been reading this in my spare time anyway, so happy to do it aloud <laughs> with an audience. So after I went down this, this rabbit hole of looking at Bigfoot erotica, the next thing that I wanted to ask myself was, has anyone actually had a gay experience with Bigfoot? And what I learned was quite controversial, which was Bigfoot sexuality is a bit of a taboo topic. Taboo to whom? The Bigfoot community. This sure. is what all the forums were telling me, that we were not to be talking about Bigfoot <laughs> sexuality. Because in 2001, cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman presented at the 13th annual Bigfoot conference that there might be a possibility, because we, you know, we look to nature, there might be a possibility that Bigfoot might be gay. Because, you know, animals, there's homosexuality in animals. This caused an uproar. I remember reading about this, actually. Uh, which I think she was using it as sort of a, like, offhand example of what the possibilities might be, mm. right? And then people took immense umbrage... Uh, with what she was implying. Is the Bigfoot community homophobic, Ben? Well, you know, uh, it's a subset of the human population, so it's pretty reasonable to assume a subset of them are homophobic. It, um, so when I was looking through these forums, anytime someone brought up uh, Bigfoot sexuality, I think people, like, they took this shit very seriously and they thought that this was some, someone's fetish or something and they just did not want to discuss, discuss it at all. I mean, it happens in nature all the time. Why wouldn't it happen to Bigfoot? Absolutely. But I was I was expecting to read more, uh, you know, encounters with Bigfoot. The, the two things that I could find is that there was a tabloid um, which had this headline, but I couldn't find the article which read, give me two seconds, Hitchhiker Fondled by Bigfoot. Oh, delightful. Yeah. Which is a male hitchhiker. And then the other thing that I found, which was from a 1985 uh, National Examiner article, said, <laughs> oh, gay, examiner. Yeah, said gay Bigfoot molesting little boys. Oh, no. 
I didn't, and I was like, I don't, I don't want Bigfoot to be a pedophile. Has Bigfoot I mean, been me too yet? Like, what's I'm a bit worried. That was sort of at the height of the time that they were trying to smear gay men as pedophiles, so I guess it kind of makes sense. Uh, but, but you hate to hear it. You you really you, you want him to be part of the community. Don't want him to be a pedophile. So yeah, I, I was very surprised because there have been sexual encounters with Bigfoot amongst the heteros, but no no gay Bigfoot encounters. Well, I mean. We can certainly look at that from the view of there's only a very little limited number of Bigfoot encounters that have happened. What's and a then, standard Bigfoot encounter then? Uh, generally, it's seeing him in the far distance and I oh. believe sharing a knowing nod with him. Uh, okay. That's sort of your textbook ideal Bigfoot encounter. Uh, I did... So this is not a gay encounter. Well, well, I guess it depends on the gender of the things in question, but... Uh, there was, in my uh, very long investigation into whether or not Bigfoot actually has sex, I came across a thing from... Oh, fuck, where was it? But it was someone essentially saying that they had witnessed uh, Bigfoot having sex with cows. Uh, uh, as like a... Using them essentially as a sex toy. Well, they're like a giant flashlight, aren't they? Yeah, uh... A flashlight that did not consent to the process, I can only assume. Uh, But yeah, so I guess if he's going specifically for cows as opposed to uh, Cows are always female. Yeah. 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 But that might have been a logic and reason right there. People might have just been using that in the lazy way. Most people use the word cows, though. I I imagine to Bigfoot. uh, And he holds a goal. Absolutely. When it comes to having sex with cattle, you don't really need to be picky, I guess. There is also the possibility, considering he likes to keep his distance, maybe Bigfoot is asexual. Maybe that is Bigfoot true. Bigfoot is ace representation. That, that absolutely... I would believe it. I mean, that definitely fits in with my theory that if he is indeed, you know... Like an immortal being. Yeah, the only one of his kind, asexuality really would be the preferable state because otherwise you're just condemned to a very long life of a deep and crippling sexual loneliness. And I don't want that for Bigfoot, personally. In your in-depth investigation, I know that they find, uh, like, remnants of Bigfoot, like like Bigfoot shit, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Has there been any indication of Bigfoot sexual activity? Has there been Bigfoot jizz? You know what? I've never seen any record of it. Uh, I guess the only way you would be able to identify Bigfoot jizz over anything else would have to be the volume, right? Yes, I imagine he would he would come loads. He would just be like, "Oh God, that's that's the cum of five men. Yeah. It must be the Bigfoot spurred it into your bowels." Oh God, imagine what would happen to your bowels. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I believe seen that, in that but... story. He was going to keep it inside of him so that he didn't get swabbed. <laughs> uh, and because also to make up for the fact that he didn't catch any deer. Okay, yeah. So and that's like a one-to-one trade, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Are we having venison for dinner tonight? Oh, no. I've got a butt full of Sasquatch cum, so... All full. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> if you have had a homosexual uh, encounter with Bigfoot, uh, at Sinister Sissies, we would like to hear about it. Please do DM me on Twitter. Uh, but thank you, Ben McClay, for sharing your expertise for Bigfoot and for your wonderful dramatic reading of Bigfoot Erotica. 
Oh, thank you so much for having me. I never get to talk about Bigfoot, uh, and it's the only thing I ever want to do. Thank you to Ben for that incredibly erotic guest appearance on the podcast. As I said, this will be the last Sinister Sissies podcast for 2019, but I will be back in January next year. If you are a Patreon supporter, patreon.com slash Sinister Sissies, uh, you will be getting some content over December, uh, so look forward to that. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Sinister Sissies. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook. You can follow me personally at Jared Bartle. That is Jared with a Y. I hope you have a wonderful Christmas and New Year, and I will see you all in January. Stay sinister.